free agency is a is a time where you want to round out your team and you can add to your team as long as you're doing it responsibly. But you have to be really careful of trying to build your team that way, and that's why I always go back to drafting and developing and retaining your players. I think you can make some massive mistakes on July 1st that may even the time feel like, oh, we got this guy, but can really set your franchise back down the road. So, Sabres general manager Kevin Adams talking about how to more or less team build responsibly and not go that aggressive with free agency and he mentions that you know july 1st sometimes can become silly season for a lot of general managers and you look at some guys of the past like vancouver with jim benning or edmonton making some reckless decisions with uh with ken holland uh or peter shirelli the milan lucic deal yeah um yeah, there's a lot of damage you could do to yourself as a uh, as an NHL GM in free agency. Welcome back to Sports Talk Saturday. Derek Kramer, Frank Arcuri with you here for another hour in change as college football is well underway. We've got ourselves a, uh, a fun little slate here as college football is back, and I know that plenty of people are excited about that. I do like, though, that... Um, it is a great time of year where everyone kind of celebrates college football being back. That means the NFL is going to be back. It it begins the elite season. That's right. It's back. We cha- we here at WGR champion for the elite season, which is fall. Fall is the elite season. And if I'm not speaking for you, well, guess what? It's too bad. We're a group think tank at WGR. We're all automatons with our fall is elite. Uh, I don't know, but I'm trying to just make fun of people that say we all think the same. But fall is elite. We get football fall back. We get hockey back. We get basketball back. Playoffs, the World Series, in baseball. Like, what do you not like? The you don't melt if you have more than a t-shirt on. Like, it's great. Fall is great. Sometimes the weather could be a slight pain in the butt, but fall is elite. It's always elite. I will never get off of that train that Jeremy is conducting. I will happily be on that train until the day that I die. But going back to uh, obviously uh, Kevin Adams there in his quote, uh, there's a lot of ways though, that GMs can ruin franchises. And this is a team that is banking on its retention. It's banking on its development. The retention part is really key. You don't men- you don't hear that mentioned a lot. Yeah, drafting development. That's always something you hear from general managers, whether good nor bad. You don't hear them say the words focusing on retention a lot. Because usually it's a given. If the player's really good, you want to keep them. But sometimes they get a little too good and uh, find their way out through a massive contract with another team. But that's why you saw last season Tage Thompson with that big extension. Yep. Matias Samuelson, Dylan Cousins. These guys are being signed all before their major market deals happen. There's obviously one that they're going to have to deal with. They can't avoid this. Rasmus Dahlin's contract is going to be coming up. It's going to be a rich one. We don't know how much it's going to be. We have an idea. We have an idea, but... You know, we don't know if he's going to take a little bit of a hit to be able to make things work here cap-wise. It's not only him. It's also Owen Power. Same thing. Power, the That's team the has a lot don't of... Know. Power is the one, though, that like both sides have a decent amount of control, but yeah. the team has more. He do, They do. 
the team has more and typically you'd want to see a bridge deal if I'm an agent so that you get a decent amount of money and then you get your big deal. Kind mm-hmm. of exactly how Darlene's was treated. You kind of want to use that same playbook. Mm-hmm. I think that I'm not worried that there's no deal. I'm a little like my eyebrows raised because I thought it would have been done. Especially- we all assumed it was going to be. Um, but I, but you know, last time we did the show, uh, you know, I think I mentioned something to like having like, would you, it's also not surprising if they announce the extension around the same time they did Thompson's and Thompson's was a year ago, pretty much almost to the day. Yeah. Like it's relatively like right now. Yeah. It was around this time. Uh, It was around this time. It was like right before. It's like, it's like. If it's done, it doesn't matter when it gets done as long as it gets done. Exactly. And I, like I'm like, okay, we've heard a lot about it as the offseason was rolling on, and now it's not done. So I'm like, okay. As long, it's weird, but I'm not concerned. As long as we don't get to June. Yeah. that's When June comes around, that's when you start to get worried because obviously they'll give him a qualifying offer. So he can't sign with any other team July 1st. But then you always worry about, well, obviously it doesn't happen that often anymore. But you all, you still will get worried about an offer sheet, which won't happen anyway. But you get worried about it. And then you get wor- you get worried that now, now you're at July 1st. I mean, he can pretty much do whatever he wants at right. that point. So I'm not concerned about it. My eyebrows raised, but they've operated like this. With Kevin Adams as the general manager, I'm perfectly fine with it. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, you want to hear about it, but it's not here yet, and that's okay. Would have been nice to have it done a year. Be early. nice, or yeah. like it'd be it'd be nice to have those two done now. Yeah, um, but they're not. They're still on the Sabers. They're still here. We're going to be fine. Yeah, and they're not going anywhere. And they're not going anywhere. So we had ourselves an interesting little uh, predicament this morning, as we were about to get started with Sports Talk Saturday. And one that is uh, going to be interesting as Monday Night Football gets started in a in a little bit more than a week's time. This fight between uh, ESPN slash Disney and uh, and Spectrum, because Frank was about to just like flip over some college games, and I was the first pu- thing he does he turns on the television and I'm just like, okay, there's a couple of college football games on here and here. But then he goes, I want to find where ESPN is. And I go, wait, you can't. I was like, I'm going to put on ESPN so I can watch college game day. You can't. I'll wait. We're the sports station that can't watch it in the studios because Disney and Spectrum are fighting. Mm -hmm. A bold gambit to pull ESPN off of your programming If this persists to Monday Night Football and the NFL loses some money, you better bet those negotiations get hammered down fast. They will. There's no way. There's no way the NFL lets this squabble get in the way of their money. At the very least. There's no way. Yeah. At the very least for Bill's Jets, uh, I think the game's going to be on Channel 7. Yeah, like well. locally, we're fine. So locally, we'll be fine. We're fine. It's just then, it's just the the rest of the country. The rest of the nation, yeah. That's a big deal for the NFL. Mm-hmm. 
It's Bills and Jets, one of the most hyped teams from last year versus the most hyped team from this year in the offseason. Mm-hmm. Smacking heads for week one. Division rival. Division rivalry. Two marquee top names. quarterbacks. Yes. That's, like, the, that's the mark. That's this is exactly the what the NFL wants. Yeah. And if they're going to. First Monday night game of the year. Yeah. Like, if this squabble gets in the NFL's way of a very good scheduling mm-hmm. for week one. Oh. You better bet they'll find a way to make sure that this happens, like this deal gets done before the 11th. I'm saying count on it. And it's the only Monday night game, too. Yeah. Like, so everyone's going to, like, everyone's going to be watching, you know, like, past couple years. Obviously, we usually see two Monday night games. And then sometimes they're going on at the same time. Now, now there isn't that. Yeah. You've got one. But again, there is no way that the NFL allows this squabble to get in the way of their money. They'll find a way to influence this deal. Oh, yeah. You know it. Big time. You know it. There's no way. So, obviously, more bills on the other side of this as we get ourselves into the break. Real quick, though, I do want to go over, uh, right before break, I do want to go over the college football scoreboard right now from our Teams playing within the top twenty-five as Tanner is already prepping for that music bump out. I say, I say, do it. Um, as I'm going to read out some of the scores from the current games going on in progress. End of the first quarter, got number two Michigan up seven nothing on East Carolina. Tennessee up seven nothing, the twelfth team in the nation against Virginia in the first quarter. End of the first, Colorado. Deion Sanders' debut in the uh, in Division One F. BS. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! Why did I say FBS? <laughs> that's a that's a relic right there. It is. But uh, but anyway, uh, the number seventeen team in the nation, TCU. They're driving, but they are. Oh no! Did they just fumble? That's the game we have on right. Yeah, now. that's the game that we're watching right now. Colorado up seven to nothing on TCU. Oklahoma, the twentieth team in the country, up twenty-one at nothing on Arkansas State. That one's going to become its barn burner. Iowa against Utah State. The Hawkeyes up 14-0 in the first quarter there. We've got more of Sports Talk Saturday on the other side. Howard Simon, everyone's old friend here, joins us in just a moment at 1 o'clock. I'm going to be exactly on time for Howard Simon so that I can at least spite that for Mr. Late to the Break. That's my mission. That's my goal. And to make that goal, we'll see you in a little bit here. Sports Talk Saturday rolls on on WGR. McQueen and serves it up to Savoy. He'll one-handed. Benson's got a break. He comes in. He scores! Sabres Prospect Tournament starts next week, including the likes of first-rounder Zach Benson. Uh, Probably going to be among the major names that we'll be watching as they host the Prospect Challenge at Harbor Center over next weekend. And FanFest will be also outside, so it'll be fun time down near the arena for Sabres fans, Derek Kramer, Frank Arcuri, welcome back to Sports Talk Saturday. And the 50 segment, again, doesn't exist. It's no, not real. does not. Um, 
It's like saying you like pancakes over waffles. Uh, It just doesn't exist. Why did I take a shot of pancakes? I don't know. Yeah, what's wrong with you? Pancakes Mm. are good. But are they better than waffles? No, they're not. But they're still good. Yeah. It wasn't fair. It was it was a little bit it was a little bit Jason Whitlocky of me <laughs> taking an unneeded shot. But there's going to be someone who's going to be taking plenty of shots at me coming up on our next segment as Howard Simon, he of the media mogul that he is, the the star of of this station that he was and uh happily joining me for some reason uh Proving to be one of the nicest guys on the planet. Howard Simon joining us next. No, he's not picking the bills, but he will certainly talk about them. He has to do his charity work. <laughs> I don't think there's a better way to end this one. You're listening to WGR.